Hi guys, Chris Ashford from Beyond the Banter. I don't normally do this, but um, I wanted to jump in and say a few words before we release today's episode. Um, Sarah, who is a guest on today's episode, um, is a, a friend of mine. Um, she's a close friend of mine. Me and Sarah go back um, 15 years, 20 years. We've worked together. We've um, uh, been to football matches together. We've had a social life together. Um, she's just an absolute true legend. And um, when we were filming this, I, I didn't know half the battles that um, Sarah went into, um, which isn't which is an eye opener. So I just wanted to um, record this to say, Sarah, that you know you're a very very close mate of mine, and you're one that I would trust. Uh, with my kids um, so yeah I want you to enjoy this and I hope that it um, gives you the um, the message that you wanted um, it to come out with um, by the end of this episode enjoy the episode guys sorry little lady for stealing the app bye hello and welcome to beauty beyond the banter podcast hosted by jazz here are some important numbers that you may need in future if you're in immediate help please stop and call triple O. Do you need someone to help and talk to right now? You can contact any of these following numbers. Lifeline, 13 11 14. Beyond Blue, 1300 224636. Or you can go to www.beyondblue.org.au. Suicide callback service is 1300 659 467. If you have a child that needs a friend to talk to, please contact Kids Helpline 1-800-55-1800. Alternately, you can go to www.kidshelpline.com.au. Also, for them men out there, remember, it's not weak to speak. The crisis number for men is Men's Line Australia, one 789 We would also like to pay respects to the original custodians and owners of this land and pay respects to their past and present elders. We hope you enjoy this podcast. Thank you. And remember, it's a bad day, not a bad life. Welcome back to Beauty Beyond the Banter. We have got episode number four. How exciting. Uh, I hope you all enjoyed Shaq's story in the last episode. And again, thank you so much for opening up to us and, you know, and the tattoo. Not bad. Good sauce. Um, <laughs> um, tonight, obviously, you got myself, which is your host, Jazz, as well as Shaq, my beautiful co-host. Um, tonight we are going to be talking to another beautiful ambassador and member of our production crew, uh, Miss Sass. But before I do, um, I just wanted to let everyone know that um, tonight's episode will be based around um, being queer and a Christian um, and the effects that that's had on Sass in her life as well as coming out and streaming journey so if at any point you are triggered or upset by anything that is said in this episode, we urge you to just turn it off um, and we'll see you on the next one. Um, again, if you are upset by anything, um, your discovery or your emotions, please contact Lifeline on 13 11 14 um, or reach out to our crew at www.beyondthebanter.org. Um, with that said, uh, we appreciate you being here and your time 
And now I would like to introduce Sass, who, of course, is part of our production and ambassador crew and team here on Beauty Beyond the Banter. And I'm going to hand it over to you. Let's go. Hey, hey, thanks for having me, guys. It's good to see you again. Yeah, so, um, yeah, a little bit of background about myself. I, I grew up in a Christian home. Yep, went to a Christian school. Um, I think I realized at a very early age that I liked women, that I was gay, um, but the teachings of of Christian, um, the Christian teachings was just like, it's not something that you do, right? Yep. It's wrong. It's it's sinful. So I battled with that a lot. Um, not not in primary school as much. In primary school, I was the tomboy. You know, I would play with the boys. I just thought, oh yeah, I just like boy things whatever. Um, but once I got to high school, that's when the hormones start, you know, you start looking at guys or girls. And that was when I was kind of like, (laughs) (laughs) and that was when I was like, no, I actually, I I think I really, I really dig chicks. Um, but just kept pushing, kept, kept pushing it down, pushing it away. And and I struggled with stuff and look, I'll be honest. Yeah. There were times there that I, I did have suicidal thoughts um it absolutely affected me and um yeah so I didn't end up coming out until I was 20 22 I think it was um it was a very long time of me battling with that that Christian message in my head and um I was so scared to tell my parents as well because they're still Christians to this day so um yeah but when I did, my mum was like, yeah, I kind of always knew. And I thought, if you knew, why didn't you talk to me about it? Like yeah. that would have just been so good if she had just said, hey, Sarah, like do you think that maybe you like girls or do you think that that maybe um, that you don't like guys as much as yeah. you when you date? I just would have, it would have been really good if if I had that kind of support then absolutely um and so like I know that for me I want to make sure that for um for people that that I come into contact that I feel like there might be something like that and with my son I I want to have that conversation with him because I want to make sure that he feels comfortable in who he is and I think things are changing like these days when I was when I was growing up you know when I was in high school it was in the late 90s yeah so it was very different back then. These days, I think Absolutely. that hopefully yeah. there's Even more, more so in the 80s when we were around, you know. it's yeah. um, It is a hard conversation though, I think, um, yeah. especially with young children. And I think the whole stigma based around um, humans in general and what they want to be, what they want to like, um, you know, and it's almost like, well, I feel from my perception, it's if you teach your children about, you know, being gay, lesbian, transgender or whatnot, it's almost like people are like, well, you're making them that way. Or, you know, Mm. it's like you're encouraging them. And it's like people don't understand. Like you don't actually have a choice. You know, you're born away. And, you know, why wouldn't we explain to our children what all of these words mean? Because that could help with so much, you know, early childhood trauma, uh, depression, uh, you know, I guess um, identity crisis um, within children as well, which will affect their learning as well as their um I guess just their attitude towards life if they're trying to suppress something because they have not been taught about it you know so it's good that 
I guess the world's forthcoming and trying to change that stigma, but of course there still is and which you still in the nineties, like not even that long ago, still had that fear of not being able to speak, which it sounds like your mum also like wasn't quite like, let's have a yak about that, you know, which, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I think she had stuff that she still needed to process as well, I guess, um, because she would have had to talk to people within the church about her daughter. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, it, it probably took her a while to come around to it as well. I think when, when it happened, she ended up writing me a letter about it because it was hard for her. Yeah. Um, my dad was pretty cool. My dad was kind of like, yeah, it's just going to be weird because now when I'm checking out women, so will you. Because <laughs> <laughs> my, like, my parents aren't together theory. anymore. Exactly. So, um, yeah. The wingman but, we always wanted. <laughs> it's a process yeah. for parents as well yeah. because it's especially your mum being in that sort of a community. Who can I talk yeah. to and who can I yeah. to? Who yeah. can I get advice to? And the stigma around parents thinking, well, if our children are gay or trans or anything, oh, future grandchildren. It's mm. educating them as well, knowing that there is IVF and like all different other resources out there that can still give you the family. Definitely. Blood does not make you family. Yeah. And I guess yeah. church as well, you know, like being in a Christian household, like I myself was raised Christian um, and mm -hmm. it's the old saying, it's Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. And like yeah. it is absolutely pelted into you um, as it was us as children, you know, that there's one way, you know, like, and it's man and woman. And, you know, although we had our own kind of thoughts, like you wouldn't really say anything about it. And like being born in that 80s, um, you didn't speak about that kind of stuff, you know, and it, it's horrible, you know. It, it still is. kind of sucks that though that lingo, that saying you just said, is still literally being used said today. To this day. It is, it yeah. is, and um, but actually, it was it was really good. I had a conversation with my mum the other day, and like, there's been so much growth there, and it, it's it's fantastic. Like, she's so supportive now. Um, but like, late last year, I broke up with my partner of eight years. Um, the one that I have a son with, which it was IVF, by the way, and it was my egg. So even though I didn't birth, birth They're him, your baby. So it's mine. So my family kind of were like, oh, we still did end up getting like a, a family member. So like that's what's what. Like, within IVF saying that also, that's another story. Within saying that also, you know, like IVF, <laughs> it's beautiful for, of course, people of the same sex to be able to birth a child mm. together with both DNA. But it's an important thing also for all those um, carers and foster parents and um, step parents as well that, you know, blood and DNA does not always define you as a parent, you know, mm. it's, um, although I'm so happy for you guys that you can have that little bub together. But, you know, I think also in saying that we need to support and appreciate those non-biological parents that have in some cases stood up where the biological parent didn't. And taking that role and being more of a parental figure, I guess, in someone's life. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So I I broke up with that partner of um, eight years last year, and my mum was talking to me about it, and like talking to me about love and relationships. And she said, you know, I do recognise that you know, you guys were in love or that you can love a woman. Cause she, at that stage, she said, do you think you would go to another woman? I was like, well, yeah. Um, and I said, mom, do you think that God is a woman or that God is a man? And she said, no, that God has no sex. I said, yeah. I said, we're just 
it's the same. I said, we're just souls. We're just people. Thanks. So that, that I said, we get assigned a body when we're down here on earth. I said, but if we're, if we're all just like spirits or souls, I said, doesn't matter what sex we are, we can be in love. And she said, I agree. And that for me, I was like, oh, mom. Love is love. I love that. Love is love. Also reassurance for you and validation for you. Absolutely. Yeah, it was. It was a good moment. So big for you for the validation of yeah, she's it's clicking that light bulb's going off. Yeah, and having that support too in a family situation, you know, whereas a lot of people do not have that kind of support. You know, it's one way Mm. thinking. Um, I think that's really endearing. You know, and for your child also to be in a family that is so supportive no matter what they choose, you know, I think that's for you. It must be, I guess, in a way, a relief of knowing that that's one thing in your child's life that you can not have to worry about, you know, if they do choose to be who they want to be, you know, that's not the public's can like idea of normal, which Mm. is ridiculous that people can even relate that to something like that. But Mm. that must be like, a weight lifted, I guess, which again is stupid yeah. that it should be a weight lifted off you. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and like, so it's, it's like, I've done years of work on mm-hmm. my family and myself that now my son doesn't have to worry. It's exactly what you said, because when I was going through high school to until I was in my, maybe got to my thirties, um, you know, because I came out at 22. So there was a good eight years there where there was a struggle and there was a struggle throughout high school of just knowing who I was and having family accept that. Um, and, and yeah, what, what you say there is right. Like my son doesn't ever have to worry about that. Hopefully, mm-hmm. um, he's, he's going to be accepted. So That's yeah. The mom there. Yeah. And and when you say like weight lifted off your shoulders, it just it took me back to like there was this moment I remember like the when I I didn't come out, mm-hmm. I asked my sister to come out with me and my friends in Newtown, yeah. and she met all my friends and they were all like razor hair, yeah, and like clearly lesbians. Yeah. And I remember when we got back into the car, my sister was like, she looked down and she was like, um, Sarah are you gay? <laughs> and I was just like, surprise. <laughs> and it was weight lifted off my shoulders. It was, it was like, I didn't even realize how heavy it felt until I had come out. And I was like, wow, there was this yeah. burden that I've been carrying most of my life. And I didn't realize until I'd finally come out to my sister that I was like, I, I don't have to hide anymore. I am who I am. I love who I, I want to love. And yeah, it, it was massive. That, oh, crack! It just nearly ripped my ear off. Uh, the, the, <laughs> bloopers. Um, that's awesome. You know, like I think, um, yeah, that's really, really good to have that support and um, finally that release. You know, and it's having someone to talk to. You know, it's yeah, almost like we ever like, gosh, why didn't I do that years ago? <laughs> yep, I was. I was like, I was so yeah. in love with this, this, um, so there was this girl in, in high school when I was in year nine and, um, that was when I started writing poetry and we used to write poetry and she would write poetry. I'd write poetry. And I was so in love with her, so in love with her. And I never did anything about it. Mm-hmm. And like, I told her in like, <laughs> I told her after high school, um, it turned out that she was bi and she had also had a relationship with 
with with someone else, like another yeah. another girl. Rats. Um, <laughs> And I was like, it could have been me. It could have been. Like, been me. Like, but... So would you say that? And I was like, a... why didn't I do it? Why didn't say I do it? Maybe there's someone right now watching this that, mm. you know, is hiding who they are, you know, because mm. of what they think the world's going to perceive them as or their family is going to think of them. What would be your advice to someone that's watching right this second um, about choosing whether they want to come out or not? I would say absolutely, but talk to someone like someone that you would trust, mm-hmm. um, and and someone that's either in the the LGBTQIA plus community, um, or or someone that they know that that could be in that that community and yeah. talk to them about it. Um, have that support person before. Yeah, make just, sure it's also you've got to have someone in a safe space as well. Because yeah, absolutely. Um, has come out because they're not in a safe space. Yeah. So yeah. if you're not feeling <laughs> safe within yourself and your surroundings, mm-hmm. then you know, go come out to people where you do yeah. feel safe and yeah. you can be your authentic self. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's little by little. Safe. <laughs> would you recommend maybe like the way that a letter was written? Would you recommend mm. those that potentially could find themselves in maybe a distressing situation? or someone that's not really understanding, would you maybe suggest to them instead of vocalising it, maybe writing a letter to, say, their parents or their sibling or family or whatnot and handing it to them instead of vocalising it? Do you think maybe that could be something? If it's, or- if it's, not, a, if it's not a safe space, then it probably would be a good idea because yep. you don't want to put yourself in a situation mm-hmm. where there could be verbal abuse yep. because, yeah, it, it would make it absolutely worse um I think definitely like from my experience when I first came out I was playing um rugby league Mm -hmm. and uh, I was playing rugby league with a group of gay women and they were my support network because I had never spoken to anyone about it and I was just like oh these girls are gay I feel safe here and I talked to them about it and I went out with them to I think it was some pub in Newtown and that was when I was just like, whoa, there's this world out here of people that are like me. Yeah. And I'd never been like that before. And slowly, slowly, that's when I finally came out to my sister. So, I, yeah, my advice would be yeah. find some people, find your people. <laughs> yep. They'll be your support network and then that will help you. That will help you on your journey. Um, Do you know, so um, do you have any, either of you actually, um, have, she's like, oh, what? Uh, <laughs> uh, do you guys know of any, I guess, um, hotlines or support groups or um, phone numbers or organisations that specifically help um, people of the LGBTQIA plus community with their coming out journey? I guess if they don't have in their lives, they don't have a support person or they don't have a group of friends or someone they could trust to be there to help them through that. Is that something yes. that's around or? Yeah, so there's a, a um, big corporate, uh, say corporation. Um, it's a um, the Trevor Project. Okay, and what's that? Yeah, so the Trevor Project, they it's like for the all LGBTQIA plus yeah. trans community. They've got people that you can talk to 24-7. Um, it, about, it goes about mental health. It you can go on the website and have a look at things about gender identity. 
um, it's a really good resource. It's a global resource. So, you know that um, um, website? Uh, if not, we can link it at the end of this. Um, yeah, let recording. me have a look. And the... for those watching, we will um, link um, all resources and phone numbers at the end of the podcast for you too so that you have that at your hand. Yeah. So it's the trevorproject.org. Awesome. So yeah, I think that's amazing. And the You can text, there's a text number and a call number, but because it's international, yeah. it might, I'm not sure if it works in Australia. It might okay. be better just to use the 24-7 chat in On the, the, website, the yeah. website. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And if you do not have access to um, obviously a computer or device that can access that website, Maybe try contact a friend, I guess, to get in touch with them for you on your behalf. Libraries as well. Libraries yeah. have um, computer access, internet Absolutely. access mm. as yep. well. Or IT, you got <laughs> IT cafes. And if you are not in a safe space where you can physically look up websites like that, um, I'm aware of some people that I'm friends with who history is looked at on your computer, which is a real, a real thing. Um, you know, they're history and everything is looked at and monitored and sometimes you it's not safe for you to be able to look up a website such as that which is horrible um so i urge for you yes to either go to a library internet cafe or ask of a friend or someone you can trust um could look that up on your behalf and maybe get in touch with them um safely i also found that tiktok is also a good place for people even in the um older community as well Mm -hmm. i think i recall me on my platform last year helped a woman she just kind of came in started watching my lives um discovered this is who i am this is where i belong and this is how i want to be she was married to a man with children and we gave her a safe space um to talk to to come out she came out for the first time on my live that's awesome and um she's now living Within a couple of months, she came out to her husband. They co-parent really well, and mm. she is with the love of her life, which is a woman, and she Good forever man. comes in and goes, it wasn't for you. And then she started going live and spreading more awareness and that can have that. a ripple effect as well. Now she has her own safe space and own community on her lives, on just TikTok, and she's opening up it up for so many more people to come out. I love, so that's amazing. Good that, on you and good on her. That me. Be proud of who I am and what I do on TikTok. That was a defining moment for me. That's amazing. And I think sometimes it does happen late in life. I know so many people who were just, you know, in your typical man, woman, babies, white picket fence and, you know, never even kissed a girl or whatnot. And then 50 50 years old, a close friend of mine, she's like, I don't like men. I like women. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> who doesn't she did. like she'd never even thought about it that way you know what I meant like yeah. it was just like one day she was like oh okay you know like it's maybe okay yeah that probably makes sense you know and yeah I guess it doesn't discriminate on age or anyone you know it's love is love mm. Yeah, I have the, I, so I do, um, I like I stream on Twitch and I have the same sort of thing. So I've got um, LGBTQIA plus tags on, on my streams and yeah. I have people that can come in and um, it's a safe space to have a chat. Want to give it a so plug? Because it's, 
Yeah, it's uh, Sarah Sassy Pants. Beautiful. Um, on Twitch. So, awesome. yeah, like when, um, like I've had a lot from the trans community come in and, and sometimes people just want to want to have a chat and, yeah, like search history, you're not going to be able to yeah. see anything weird with that, right? If someone's on a Twitch Exactly. On a, on a Twitch stream, absolutely, you're not going to know that different ways talking of doing, to somebody who's yeah. gay, right? Exactly. Um, so, so yeah, yeah can like we get it's... that name one more time? You know, just in case <laughs> there is one person out here, you never know. Yeah, that might be like, oh, maybe you could be my safe space, and maybe you could help them through their journey. So it was Sarah Sassy Pants on and, Twitch, and we'll make yeah. sure that we link that at the end, also, guys, for you. Yeah, um, the same is you got Shaq underscore five point oh on TikTok. Right. Um, and obviously myself, triple X, little lady, triple X, and it means kiss, 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 not spicy. Um, <laughs> I didn't um, even think of that. Why not well, both? Everyone thinks. <laughs> no, I'm, not, I'm not spicy, okay? I'm like, I thought it was kiss, kiss, kiss. Oh, everyone's always like, oh, triple X, huh? And I'm like, no, I made it when I was like 15. And I'm like, <laughs> because like, hug, like, you know how it's XO, kiss, hug? Yeah. The yeah. O, 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 little lady seemed weird. Like it looked weird, so. I feel like this was before OnlyFans, okay? <laughs> no, never. I got nothing against people. You know, everyone's got a hustle. But for me, I got three babies and I don't need them seeing no pictures of their mum and their nut, okay? That is traumatising. <laughs> so came out of there, they don't want to read it. A hundred percent, you know, and um, yeah. I'm quite happy with my small business I have. So, you know, I'm going to keep my clients on. Um, but, um, you know, but full support to those that want to do what they want to do. it's also a good thing with Twitch as well that you might have um, people of straight agenda that yeah. um, might be an ally and they can get educated yeah. as well on how to approach people, pronouns, um they might have siblings and they want to go, okay, I want to get a deeper, yeah. um, like, understanding. So, Absolutely. You know, educate, I've learned so educate, much. Educate. I've learned so much. It's, or even yeah. educating themselves, being part of the mm-hmm. community as well and not understanding like we yeah. did when we were younger. I did not know what gay was. I just <laughs> thought I was meant to be a boy. Yeah. I'm not. Well, one massive thing that yeah. I've learned over the last yeah. week, one massive thing that I've learned, from the LGBTQIA plus community um, and myself as predominantly I'm a straight, straight woman <laughs> and I have a boyfriend. <laughs> like you say predominantly. <laughs> my, my stuff is about them like tequila someday, you know, they do. But that's a whole nother episode. Um, but no, <laughs> like, you know, I am head over heels with a straight man, straight woman, you know, and there's, and that's man. is that what it is? See, cis. A cis is that what straight means? Cis? No, um, cis just means, means um, that you identify with the gender you're born with. Oh yeah, cool. So would I be a cis woman? Yes. Yeah. Some cis woman, cis man. Oh, that sounds mean. Cis. What's Not up, cis. cis? Not cis. What's up, cis? cis? <laughs> no. So you know, uh, one thing that I definitely wasn't aware of. Um, Obviously, like I know my friends are either, you know, for me growing up Christian household and all that as well, it's like you got um, straight gay. That's yeah. pretty much what you're taught, you know, but it's straight, okay, gay's not. Um, whereas now, obviously, there is so many more, I guess, um, names to identify um, people, you know, humans and what they like to be known as, you know, they, them, I, we, you know, so many different ones. But the one thing that I wasn't aware of, was um, specifically with um, 
transgender people um, is mm -hmm. that when they transition, um, well, I was told most often than not, um, they don't use their dead name. So that is what their birth name was before they transitioned. So yeah. it's actually quite offensive apparently to ask what their name used to be. And that's why it's mm. called a dead name. So um, yeah. out of respect um, for anyone that's transitioned, um, you know, I think just don't ask that question. Um, it is something that was brought to my attention, but it was actually brought to my attention in a really caring way, you know, and mm -hmm. an informative way, you know. Um, so, you know, keep that in mind. If you do know someone that has transitioned, um, you know, you might be curious, but that's just something I think out of respect that you should know not to do that, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, because that can be traumatising is mm -hmm. that name um, is going to be associated with a time that they were unhappy with themselves. So they don't want to be talking about that time. They don't want to be yeah. talking about that person. Definitely. So now yeah. moving on, what what do you do on Twitch? What's your main kind of drive on that? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I just I just play games, mostly adventure games. Um, favourite? So, so horror games, I like playing horror games mostly because they scare the shit out of me and it makes me laugh and like makes people laugh and yeah and like and I struggle like I'm not a great gamer mm -hmm. I think most of the time it's just entertainment it's mostly yeah. just me me struggling to do things and and yeah. my friends who are on there will make fun of me and be like you're laughing dude yeah the, they laugh you, you went around the corridor like five times in the same circle and, <laughs> and then let's I get a jump scare and I shit myself yeah. and well yeah. look I think it's ironic that you play <clears throat> horror games because I'm horrible at games <laughs> I am <laughs> definitely not horrible yeah. at jokes yeah um, and oh. so <laughs> yeah. my, and kids, then, um, my kids love all the fork knife and you know the uh, road, the roadblocks <laughs> and stuff and what is it like that I don't even know what that's from. Dabbing? Dab? No, it's like the fork knife or whatever. The 14 days. Oh, okay. Fortnite. I don't right. know. Fortnite, two weeks. That game. I only know of things like Pokemon or something. I know. I think it's from like, I don't know, yeah. I don't Games know. of Throne or something. I'm not sure. It's like a game I don't, that you can play. Um, I don't play those online games. Oh, yeah, apart like from that. Fall Guys. Fall Guys I play a little bit of. I've known a few Fall that, Guys, but. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've never fallen Fall Guys. Is that what you said? Oh, might drop that one. Yeah, I can't, can't really <laughs> drop this one. It's quite big. But that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> well, not she, not her. But, or her. Well, actually, maybe, <laughs> yes. But well, that's a whole lot of three. Screw out. So moving along. Um, so, yeah, so you like to play games and pretty much entertain yeah. people, which I love. You know, you've got this very vibrant, bubbly, kind of charismatic um Vibe about you, bet. Um, you've got this very vibrant, charismatic, you know, aura about you, which I think is beautiful, and you know, uh, um, radiate like that energy that's very welcoming, um, very inviting, and you know, very comforting. So, um, guys, I cannot urge you enough. You know, if you are in a place where you're unsure or you just need someone to hang out with, have a laugh with, make sure you go get on the Twitch with Sass because, you know, I'm thinking maybe I need to go get it. Sarah Sass, <laughs> Absolutely. 
Can I can I say actually the community, the Twitch community, mm-hmm. is amazing, and there are so many LGBTQIA allies out I there, and like a lot of the guys that I talk to, mm-hmm. um, that that I've just met on Twitch, it's so good. They've they've done um, so on Twitch. People do like yearly annuals, like they'll do a, a birthday stream or a a Twitch birthday stream, and then they will a lot of the time try and raise funds and most of my twitch friends have raised hopefully fingers crossed there is constant um learning educating and growing between you and your mum as well um yeah it's a beautiful thing yeah to see as well I and your blessed, child too like that's i was blessed enough to not have to come out to my mother or feel the need it was yeah. just there we yeah. didn't need to talk about it because we could be yeah. until i made our last episode correct <laughs> um but my mum, <coughs> we were not raised in that sort of a community. Um, and, you know, for those that do have to yeah. feel like they come out and talk to their parents about it and this is who I am, mm-hmm. it's like, please love me, please yeah. please accept me, which is incredibly scary. Like I'm so proud of the people that do have to come out there and they do put themselves out there. Mm-hmm. You said when you um, did come out to your sister, it's like, Whew, I wish I had done that earlier, but mm-hmm. maybe it was the right time in the right atmosphere with the right knowledge out there for yourself mm-hmm. and your sister. You you put her in that environment to feel the waters and you didn't even know. Mm. And she did not chuck up any fuss, no nothing. She was comfortable and she was like, and you went, all right. She went, all right. And then you just kind of went, I'm gay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. You felt safe. It's almost Would you have like felt that a couple of years before that? No, maybe not. Mm. Maybe. Yeah. But I think it was the perfect time for you where you were at in your life and an understanding within yourself as well. And it's almost like it was the right time to do it. And that's why yeah. you did it the same as, you know, it's when you're ready, you're ready. When you know, you know. And, you know, I think we shouldn't, we shouldn't pressure people. We shouldn't force people. You know, we do know someone that um, it has not come out in whichever way, shape or form um, and isn't comfortable to, um, please do not force or pressure someone to. Um, I think people will express who they are and tell who they want when they are ready. It is their journey, it is their body and it's their discovery and we should be supportive, we should not be pushy with that. So just make sure they know that they are loved, they are wanted, they are needed and they are appreciated and that you're proud of them. And no matter when they do, just make sure you're there for them and, you know, just be that hand to hold if things go south, but be the hand to half five when it goes good, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. And, um, like, there was something that I learned actually last year, um, you know, after I went through my, my breakup, I read a lot of books, personal development books, and one of the most important things that I read was that, when somebody is going through something, you're, it's not for you to try and solve their problems. They don't want to yeah. hear how to solve their problems unless they ask you, hey, how do you think that I should do this? Don't ever tell someone how to solve their problems. Just be there to listen yeah. to them. That's the most important thing because people just sometimes they want to be heard. Give them solutions, not answers. They'll find yeah. their own answers. you just got to give them a little bit of help if they want it. Just, you know? just listen. Just yeah. Listen. Listen learn safe space it's Mm -hmm. a safe space to be able to talk and be vocal 
yeah, give, yeah. Give, give them a, yeah give them somewhere to lean they want to lean in like and you be there there for them <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Whoop>. <laughs> that, was, um, that was a really cute moment yeah, yeah. It, was, it was do you want to hold hands and talk about feelings no. psych yeah <laughs> just didn't I go? No, just kidding. <laughs> Moving on. Um, well, look, I really, really enjoyed that. You know, I think it's. There's so many different avenues and which I would never, I don't know. I'm not educated in that. And neither. you've educated me that even yeah. now I know now I can go to a safe space on Twitch if I. Yeah, if everyone on TikTok's that. been peanuts, we'll just like jump over to the yeah. Twitch and we'll be like, they are really annoying it's nice us to get a Twitch. And learn different avenues that. Some people aren't for TikTok or social media. Yeah, they might be more gamers, feel more comfortable yeah. there, and they've got a place to go to. Yeah, play real games, not head games on TikTok. And if they're not interested in gaming, every couple of weeks I do, um, I go on my friend's stream and I do cocktail sessions. So I used to be a bartender and so I teach people how to make cocktails. Wow, well, I think that you need yeah. to We're going to get on Switch. We are, so, we Twitch. Did, well, we actually yeah. have an idea which we're not going to disclose in this episode but we might need your assistance in um okay a couple of weeks um, yep. so stay tuned guys it's gonna be Damn. i can assure you it's gonna be really good <laughs> interesting um so sass was there anything else that you wanted to you know have a yuck about or speak about or just you know bring to our attention yeah. no just um just to reiterate that there's always someone there for you. There's always mm-hmm. going to be someone who will want to listen to you and help you. You're never alone and you're loved. Absolutely. And I think, yeah. you know, even if you've tried to speak to 5, 10, 15 people and got knocked back 15 times, try that extra time because you never know who will listen. I know it's hard and sometimes we feel so alone, but always remember that number to 13, 11, 14, as well as just reach out to someone, try to start up a conversation, ask, are you okay? Um, be prepared to answer that question and help someone through that question if you ask it also. Um, again, I would, you owe it to yourself never to give up on yourself. Absolutely. You know, um, we love to say if you're having a bad day, remember it's a bad, bad day, day, not, not a bad, bad life. life. <laughs> Um, I have been your host, Jazz. Thank you so much for listening and watching um, with Sass and my beautiful co-host. Um, what's Shaq. your name? Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Sake. Just kidding. Um, Sass um, as well. I'm incredibly <laughs> proud of you because you are a queen uh, raising a king in this world and we need more. Absolutely. More of that. We need more kings to um, be raised and mm-hmm. be aware of themselves as well and feel comfortable and confident within themselves so he's very blessed with the best of a mama like thank you. you that's thank it you. and again as a closing um anything that we have said um or spoken about um is from a personal life experience standpoint we are not trained as medical or health mental health professionals in any way shape or form um if you do need any help please make sure you reach out to that number 13, 11, 14 lifeline. Um, we will post um, the website that SAS did mention earlier also, which was? 
The Trevor Project. Yep, that's correct. Yeah. Um, yeah. And um, please make sure that if you want to speak to someone, it doesn't matter where you're from, what you identify as, um, www.beyondthebanter.org. Um, reach out, send that message, and just know that we're waiting and, you know, we're here to talk to you if you ever need someone to chat to. Um, and have a blessed morning, evening, or good night where you're from. Thank you. You're loved.